Welcome to the Hit Parade Podcast. Come join the nation's award-winning number one repack brand and our hosts, Joe Kay, Patrick Mancuso, and Tom Hughes, as we discuss all the happenings in the world of sports entertainment, and we speculate on where things are going in the industry. Follow along for some hot takes and cool products that you're going to want to hear about. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to episode 10 of the Hit Parade Podcast. We did it. We got to 10. It was an imperfect 10, but we're there. Um, one for the thumb on the other hand. I am your host, Joe Kay, joined by, as always, Pat Mancuso and Tom Hughes. Hello, boys. Hello, hello. How's it going? Oh, it's going. I mean, the playoffs for the NBA and for the NHL are in full swing. Um, people, Quarterbacks are getting paid. Everything's been going great. Sports are really ramping up as the drafts next week. I'm excited about it. Um, Patrick, tell me, how was your week, bud? It was great. What'd uh, you do? This past weekend? Yes. I watched a lot of sports. That's what I heard. A lot of sports. Saturday was me playing defense in front of my TV, watching the Knicks beat the Cavs. And I'm telling you, full defense mode was I was their sixth man. Yeah. On the court. Absolutely. So pumped. I am an absolute event when it comes to watching teams that I am passionate about, like the Bills. I'll play defense. (laughs) <laughs> Sometimes I'll play offense running around the house. Just Terry Tate off his oh my God. spear on your TV. My fiance gets gets out of the way. She knows she'll get it. She, she knows her place. She, she knows she'll get it. What does that mean? Should we discuss Listen, this? when the trains are on the tra- don't stand on the tracks when the train's coming through. So I think if this goes game seven, we need to go like live from Patrick's house. We'll all be there watching the Knicks I play. will do it 100%. <laughs> it will go game seven. <laughs> did you see my, my tweet? Two I did. Yeah. Oh, did the you game? see my tweet after? Because yeah. I couldn't look at it. You couldn't look at it. No. I, I have very brief moments of when I can like relieve myself from watching, and it 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 was not that moment. No, it was not. After it was a the close game, game and I, I just it. tweeted somewhere at Goose Mancuso's butthole is very tight. Yeah, <laughs> they know how to make it clench. It was puckered. They know how to make it clench. It was a great Those comments game. Almost got me beat up in uh, Tampa. <laughs> Why is that? When the Bills were coming back and and uh, against Tampa oh, that's last right. year ago, and oh, I, uh, yeah. I I made a comment like that, and the fans from Tampa did not. Uh, yeah. Take it very kindly. It depends on your demographic. Yeah, there Dude. you go. Patrick alone in his house, oh. pretty safe. <laughs> pretty sure I need yeah. an opposing f- team's football stadium. <laughs> Not the best time to talk smack. Probably, yeah, yeah. But Probably wearing a Bills jersey, too. But yeah. I digress. Obviously, yeah. So, like we said, the NBA playoffs are a go, and it is already going quick, hot and heavy. Hot um, and heavy. Some surprising... Uh, Beginnings to some series. How do you feel? Give me your give me your biggest upset so far. Like, what's the most surprising to you? The Kings, hundred percent. Yes, it's the I, best, sa- right? I said I said last episode that the Warriors were going to the finals. I am now backtracking very fast on that. I didn't think that the Kings would be able to keep up with the amount of uh, scoring that the Warriors do on a consistent basis. Boy, was I wrong. Incorrect. I was <laughs> wrong, and I am man enough to admit it here. I am a man of my word. Are you only man enough to admit it because we literally have audio and video evidence of you being wrong, so you really can't backtrack out of it? I can neither confirm nor <laughs> deny those comments. That sounds more right. So I picked <laughs> the Suns. I am. This is true. And not only did they lose their first game with Kevin Durant, they lost, and Paul George is even playing, probably for the whole series. Yeah. Um, I heard that news. I was like, okay, I feel much better about the Suns. I thought it was going to be a tough match, uh, tough series there, but then no Paul George. I'm like, okay, they got this. And then... Kawhi went old school claw and said, "Nope, I got this." Um, maybe maybe it's the year that the, the Clippers break the the streak and the curse over there. Well, one of the things that I love is the amount of times Russell Westbrook will find a fan to kick him out or just cause a scene. When he will, after the game was over, he walked back into the suite and like I, pulled I, up on some random dude. I heard it was, was at like, halftime. It may have been halftime, it may have been after the game, walked up and it was like, say something, say something. And the, the guy's kid was just sitting there eating like a steak sandwich while, while Russell Westbrook is over top of him yelling at his dad. Like... <laughs> Relax. Russ is going to Russ. I love it. Yeah, Russ is going to Russ. No, exactly. It, what did the dad do? Did he get? The did da- he stand up and get in his face? Um, he did try to like defend himself verbally, but you like, what are you going to do? See, but I thought this. I was like, if I'm the dad, I'm doubling down and I'm fist fighting him. Yes, I am going to throw a punch at Russell you Westbrook. You, you're, you're out of the game. You can't go back in. We're going to fight, and I just got in a fight with Russell Westbrook. Is going to be all over the world. Plus, like, you're asserting your dominance in front of your steak sandwich eating son. A hundred percent. You're the man. Like, wait, wait, wait. The story goes. Every time my dad fought Russ, it was yeah. awesome. He'll be on his headstone. Hold on, right? no. Do, don't we remember about a certain Suns fan, uh, was it last year? 
Sons of Four guys? Sons and Four. No, Sons like, and Four, You, you yeah. might not want to mess with a Sons fan. That guy yeah. was awesome. Yeah, yeah, that is true. Oh, <laughs> punching him and looking at the buddy. <laughs> Sons and Four. <laughs> Going back to punching the guy. He made a bunch of money off of that, too. I remember you could get you could have got, like, a cameo yeah, about him. Yeah, he probably does. Very impressive. So I, I pretty, That's I'm, the move there now. I'm pretty sure our, our good buddy, King of Cards, Kyle, uh, did, oh, did got involved in some kind of like exclusive autograph site with him like right after that happened. <laughs> that sounds <laughs> great. Great job, Kyle. I love <laughs> that. That's Dynamite, a great move. Dynamite work. On to more unsurprising things that happened in the playoffs. Draymond Green acting like Draymond, Draymond Green. Green. And I know both of you don't like it. I love it. I think it's... You love you, that he just chest stomps somebody? It, Explain yourself. There was a, it's a very confusing. It wasn't like a, a, a wrestling stomp on the chest. Well, no, because he was, was He grabbed his foot and he was trying to hop over him. However, in the process, whoa, whoa, whoa. was probably like, you know what? Here's a little stomp for you. Yeah. And I'm going to keep running. But my defense is, how are you guys surprised? Wait, you can't be. I this didn't is say like surprised. the drunk for the friend that when you go out to the bar and you reach out to your friend, you know what's going to happen when you reach out to Draymond Green. This mm-hmm. is the guy that knocked out his own teammate. No one's surprised. I love it. I but love did, it. Did you hear his explanation about the team or the stomping? No, about why? Because well, he kept grabbing his legs. Well, he said yes. he grabbed my leg, and I'm not as flexible as I used to be, and I couldn't <laughs> reach my leg over him, so I had to step on his chest. I love it. Yeah, it's complete bullshit. It's fantastic. It's like, what the NBA needs. Right. The ah. Basketball is turning into an entertainment spectacle. That that is what it is to a I degree, and I know that what he's doing is trying to do like that's what he's there for. He's like, let me do something mm-hmm. kind of dumb, but like we'll pump everybody up. And in the past, he's gotten flagrants kicked out and pumped up the team, and the team goes on to a win. Yeah, not this time. All no. he did was pump up the Kings, and they were like, cool, we're gonna rock this I mean, beam and do all that jazz. It's gonna be. Have great. you watched either of those games? Like bits and pieces. Yes. That arena is so loud. Awesome. It's sure. so great to see. It should be. It has to be. Because they haven't played a playoff game. I, I think it was the, two. I think it was the longest streak in North American sports. Uh, and to hear the fan base just go nuts, whether it was defensive stop, offense, whatever it was, they were just crazy, and it's great to see. At the one clip I saw, there was like a 12-year-old kid like just talking smack to Steph Curry of all it's people. Amazing. Oh, it's yeah, like, he was yeah. doing like the... Yeah, he's like, uh, get out of here, yeah. It's amazing. Get out of here. Uh, Sabonis, though, needs to relax on the acting. It wasn't that bad of a stomp. He's European. That's what it they was, do. Like I said, it wasn't like a Stone Cold Steve Austin stomp in the corner of the ring. exactly Dude went up. Listen, hold on. Dude went up. He came. He crashed hard. He, yes, okay, he like Grabbed his, his foot. But he didn't even know it was Draymond. He was falling in the so act of falling. Wait, wait, and like, oh, it was no. like, he absolutely knew it was Draymond. And he knew, that he knew he grabbed his foot, and he knew Draymond was going to do something stupid. It was that, it's, that bait. It was yeah, the bait. poking the bear, it. and you know, like, oh, I got him. Yeah. Uh, I just I don't know. It happened but too he quick. If you watch around. it, it happened so quick that he was just kind of like landing, and his arm kind of landed where it was. And yeah, maybe he grabbed onto it for a second, but he was still, you know, being powerbombed onto the hardwood floor. <laughs> oh, my God. So, so this is European soccer talents came into play. But again, play if you have to say, really like, sold it. you can't be like, oh, he sold getting stomped in the chest. <laughs> he got stomped in the chest, like, unexpectedly. Like, if I do that to you, you're going to be like, this sucks. Now you're right. Oh, there, yeah. There was definitely I mean, a little bit of a... Theatrics you can't stomp anybody in a yeah, game. Yeah, don't stomp people. Don't out. I get it. I get it. But I thought it was a little bit theatrical of him rolling he, around. Well, like, he got a he got he in trouble got, too, right? He got a flagrant yeah. one for faking it. No, for, well, grabbing, no, for the leg. grabbing the leg. Uh-huh. And then even after Ridiculous. even after the game, Draymond had to go get his ankle looked at. He, he demanded <laughs> he got an X ray after the game because he felt like something was wrong with it. I love that. That's it's just a, piles of I bullshit. I love a, that about it's Draymond. It's just bullshit. In Everybody hates it. Draymond. I love Draymond. Draymond, you got a podcast. If you want me on it, let's go. It's fine. Yeah, that, there you go, yes. <laughs> so we'll talk about all your amazing but, yeah, accolades. I, I just love it because, kind of we said last week, a guy like De'Aaron Fox who doesn't get nearly the love he should have. Mm-hmm. Um, dropped 38 in game one. Dropped, I think, 26 last night. Mm-hmm. Um, absolute stud. Game in the line, hit a big three to put him up, I think, six with less than a minute left. Um, it's just great seeing guys like that, guys who not, don't necessarily get love in, in the sports world and in the hobby have their moment to shine. I was going to say, uh, what does that do for the hobby? What does that do for his prices? Oh, uh, they're they're going way up. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, and to me, they're going where they should be because I think they should have been there all along. But it's not just him. Like Kawhi Leonard is a guy, his, his value has been in the dumps for a while now since basically Toronto. Toronto, yeah. Um, and you're it's seeing his stuff surprising. come back up. And it's, it's good because – we all know how good he is. You just you don't see it, especially like I said, the West Coast teams. You don't see right. that all the time. So, Tom, can a good playoff run for a team 
boost, does it boost everybody's value or just like the guy who was the star? Because like, it, all right, so Fox is going up a little bit. And That's a great question. Let's just say if like Sabonis is doing well, even though he's getting stomped and probably <laughs> injured for life, like we're talking. He's or gonna, even like a guy like, a movie. like Malik Monk who could just sit there and continue. Like he had a really good game one. I don't know what he did in game 14 points. So the point is he, if they all do really well, can all of their prices skyrocket or would they all just kind of like, like eat out from each other. So no. instead of one guy going to a thousand dollars, you know this guy's worth a thousand. Everybody's worth like seven hundred. Absolutely, and a guy on the Kings that I can use an example is Kevin Herter. Okay. Uh, a couple of years ago, when the Hawks made their run, they won in the first round versus who? Shut up. <laughs> um, and, you know, <laughs> the first thing yeah. that, the first thing that went to my mind was that Kevin Herter. I go, yeah, he was on the Hawks that beat the Knicks in the yeah. first round. <laughs> But like his value went up during then. He had he had a good value for a little bit and then you know the offseason came and then he didn't have as good of a year and it dropped. But absolutely you're gonna see some of the secondary guys, some of the young guys. Um Davion Mitchell is a guy that okay. Davion Mitchell. Yeah, had a couple uh big plays, uh some defensive plays yesterday. Him but, and Malik Monk combined for thirty two points. Yeah, so you're seeing, you know, some of the young guys like that, people all of a sudden be like, Oh yeah, that guy was good. Uh, so you definitely get to see some of those secondary guys, uh take kind of a, a leap. Um, some of them are, are shorter than others with how long they get the bump, but absolutely uh, get a chance to. How, now, if you're if you're coming into the hobby, how do you play that type of a market? Not like the, the top tier, but like the guys you're talking about, like Kevin Herter, Duga. Are you buying right now or are you selling right now? So, obviously, um, it's kind of what you believe and how, how much you believe in a player. Uh, in general, you kind of want to sell at these moments because yep. they might not be higher than this. But if you really believe in the Kings – and you think they're going to make a run, hopefully you were smart enough to buy their stuff a month ago. Right, correct. Um, and you're holding it. You're saying, hey, they're going to beat the Golden State, and then they're going to go beat Memphis or the Lakers, whoever else they play next round, and they're, and they're going to make a run, and you want to hold it to, to the end there. Um, I always tell people, because obviously the name of the game is collecting. You collect who you like. Right. You know, A lot of for people sure. are in there for like, hey, I'm, I'm trying to make money here and there, but the deep down of it is collecting people that you like. Um so if you are a Kings fan and you have a bunch of Fox or a bunch of Davian Mitchell or whoever it might be that you have a bunch of, you know what, maybe sell a couple. Make make a little bit of money and then you can, you know, diversify because you, you don't want to always have all the same team. Even if you are a collector, you want to diversify a little bit. Uh, but it's, it's a good time to kind of buy those and maybe um, keep your top, top end ones. You want to keep your, you know, your NT rookie mm-hmm. RPA or whatever, but you want to sell right. maybe a couple second year autos or whatever it might be. Yeah, I guess to answer your question a little further, if you're just coming into the hobby, these are not the guys to buy right now because their prices are up. Right, right, They're right. the guys that like will buy and put it into our products right. because that's what people want. That's you know, it's Hansel, he's so hot mm-hmm. right now. So we'll do it that way. But if you're just getting into it, like these aren't the guys to buy, but you want to it's always like a buy low, sell high type scenario. Of course. So these are the guys you might want to wait on them to drop again and see if they pop off again. So that that's at least that makes the most sense, right? Yeah, I think I know what I'm talking about. So, so what I'm telling you is, yeah. sell all your R.J. Barretts and Julius Randle. Yeah, right you know now. what? Shut your mouth. Case, well, <laughs> that's why I left. Because case in point is, after Gabe Davis had his like massive game against the Chiefs in the playoffs, you know, was it two years ago now or whatever? Um, his his values went through the roof, and now there are people who bought so much Gabe Davis then, but they're just like. We're just trying to get rid of it for you know right, these guys we right. bought for two hundred bucks are like worth like thirty five again. So do you think? Can't catch. So question for uh, for like a Gabe Davis scenario. Do you think his value could reach higher than that initial jump that it took when he was when he did incredible? Do you think that like hinders a player? Like if you have a situation like that occurring, do you get what I'm saying? So I would I would if, say. That it's very hard for a player after they peak at their very first peak because it was like quick to it reach was... that again. There, there are exceptions. You know, if the Bills went and win the Super Bowl, everybody on that team is probably gonna be higher than they ever were. Um, but in general, once once guys' values kind of go down, you don't necessarily ever see them reach the same heights they were to begin with. Um, you mean, you know, we'll take Zion for example. It would be it, Zion would have to be Michael Jordan reincarnated and not get hurt the next ten years for him to. Go and be above up. what he was. It's just, it's just, really? yeah. Unfortunately, it's the wow. way it is. Now, do I think that Zion has a massive bump available still? Absolutely. Yeah. Um, we saw when he was playing, the guy was was great. Gets hurt again. If he stays healthy for a whole year, his stuff's gonna bounce back. But to reach that, you know, very peak that he was, it's probably never gonna happen. Have you yet. seen anybody re like re reach that peak? Like kind of get back up to that mountaintop. 
I mean, I'm trying to think if there's anybody. No, not yet. Well, it's it's tough because like Patrick Mahomes had his peak. They dropped. And they won the Super Bowl again, and it probably wasn't quite as high as it was. Uh, well, Patty Mahomes is probably the closest person that you can like, think of. Thinking of right top of my head, yeah. Like, like Burrow didn't even get back up to where he was when he went to the Super Bowl, and everybody loved him even more. You would think. Yeah. You know, it's just. Yeah, that's true. I mean, maybe maybe if he wins the second one, maybe if he goes back and wins another. Like, that, yeah, that's the thing. Like, obviously, winning a championship, winning a MVP, um, those those events can really jump up a, a player, and it's tough to, I guess, reach that again um, because there's always the next guy. And that's right. the, I think that's the problem with, with the hobby is everyone's always chasing the next guy. Right. Unless you're LeBron, you know, you're chasing the next guy. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, even people like um, Josh Jacobs or Nick Chubb, great rushers. They were the rushing leaders, et cetera, et cetera. But, I mean, their cards popped. Not that much. Like they're not they're not hyper expensive, you know. And even if they lead the league in rushing again, they're not going to pop off again. They're just kind of just it's just where they're at now. So, so unless they have like record setting seasons and win the Super Bowl because they right. rushed for two hundred yards in it, they're so, not going to get. High so if you're that. like a so if you're a player, uh, um, would you want to pop off early or would you want to kind of maybe build that? I mean, maybe never have the chance to get to the you know a high value would you want to go fast so, or would you want to so i'm actually i'm, I'm gonna go back so I'm, I'm actually thinking about it i think tua is a guy that hmm. he had super high hype was super high when he his rookie stuff first came out his stuff tanked his first two years and then last year right before he got the concussions he was probably higher than he ever was okay um because all of a sudden there was a ton of hype about him about the team um because when that product first came out, it was Burrow, Tua, knock and knock, and then Herbert was way down below, and then nobody even talked about Hertz. Mm-hmm. And now, obviously, if you look at it now, it's it's Burrow one, and Herbert and Hertz are kind of two three, and and Tua's falling back because of the injuries. But if he comes back and he's healthy again last year, he could jump right back up. So there, there's always ups and downs. Mm-hmm. All right, so. One thing that can definitely hurt your uh, card value is getting injured. And it seems like we have a couple uh, little tweaks and things here. I mean, first, the big one is Giannis is back, which I always hate back injuries. They're the ones that I feel like can just do the most damage, especially when they're lingering. They could just be there for forever. Mm-hmm. Uh, Giannis is back is hurt. Um, you asked the question, how does this reshape the playoff picture? And I don't personally, I feel like we don't know enough yet because he might come back for the game too. But mm-hmm. if he's out, I mean, obviously that just. What anybody who bet on the Bucks is going to be pretty mad, right? Oh yeah, like they're not going anywhere then. So, uh, so the good news is that he's not even the biggest injury in that series because he might be back game two or game three. Tyler Hero broke two fingers, yeah, on yep. his and he made it. Then he made a three, made a three pointer right after three. that happened. So to me, even if Giannis misses a couple games, I feel like they can still beat uh, the Heat, even though I picked the Heat as my team from the play-in that could make a run uh, because Tyler Hero was such an important part of that offense. Mm-hmm. Um, he was really one B to, to Jimmy Butler on the offensive end, and when they needed big shots, he was kind of a guy they looked to. Um, so I think it, Giannis actually might have some luck, and he might have a little bit more time to kind of heal up. Yeah. Uh, but if it does linger, it definitely pushes both Boston and Philadelphia up uh, the rankings there because I think a non-healthy Giannis and the Bucks do not beat either one of those teams. Not at all. And then another injury that they were talking about today, um, John Morant apparently has a – hurt soft tissue injury on his trigger yeah, finger or his right hand or whatever. <laughs> and, uh, they don't. I feel like this is the playoffs. Get tough. Yeah. Soft tissue injury on my hand. And I get, I get how important your hand is when you're shooting a basketball. Maybe you just that don't stuff, shoot that game. Like, you just become a facilitator. Yeah, or you just do what everybody else does and take the right amount of drugs so you don't feel it as much. That's a 100%. So, if, I don't know. If he misses a game for that, I feel like that's just weak. It's a very interesting situation. Well, that's, I don't you know, know how to call it. Well, that's what you get, you know, everyone, you know, the hockey fans, your, your true blood hockey right. fans. Are like, mm-hmm. this is why they're not the hockey playoffs because, you know, I don't know if, who watched the game last night, but Joe Pavelski, I think, was dead for three seconds after he got absolutely, you, I mean, I, I absolutely blown up. Now, that's a head injury. It's a concussion. So, obviously, it's handled a little bit now, a little bit differently now than it was then. But if this was two years ago, he would have been back out there in the third period. It's it's crazy. Um 
I felt I felt like that scrum after that hit took a little too long to happen. I mean, I don't even know if like a full scrum happened. Well, I could, I, so I, they they tried to get to him, and they were the refs were kind of in there. So it took a while for them to get to the guy. There was like know. a guy right behind the uh, not Bavelski, but the but, guy. Who but had you have the right guys have to Duma. do that. The right guys have to go after the right guys. I feel like if you drop one of my players, and this is a genuine thought of mine, if you drop one of my players, I really don't care who you are on the team. I will go after you. So anyway, I really don't care. What had happened was, instead of speaking in generalities, you know, it's a, Matt Dumbo came in. Pavelski kind of already gotten rid of the puck. So if I, the hit is fine for the playoffs, although I maybe thought he went was, high. I thought he went high and left he his came, feet. Well, because he was crouched over and he came came up, but he caught him in the shoulder. He didn't catch him in the head. The, re, the real problem is that Pavelski wasn't even close to braced, probably because he didn't. He had already gotten rid of the puck and he didn't think the check was going to be finished. Uh, but then again, he bounced his head off the ice. Yeah. And... To your credit, Max Domi came in and just attacked Dumba. So there was a scrum. And on top of it, while the ref was on top of Domi and Dumba at the time, uh, Kaprizov, who is not the guy you think is going to be in there, is right on top of, like, the ref there trying to break it up to, or he's throwing shots and stuff. So, like, that kind of goes against your, we need to have the right guys in there because it's the playoffs. So if that guy is going to get it, is fired up to get in there, that's that's saying something because he's not the guy they want in there, obviously. but uh, so they called a five-minute major on the hit, and I guess the thing now is if they call five-minute major, they can review it. They reviewed it. They actually just gave Dumba two for whatever, and they gave Domi like a game misconduct on top of it for excessive two and a ten, two and a ten for excessive like scrum afterwards for basically standing up for his dude who just got knocked out. Wow, that's yeah, a it was completely bad precedent. You want to? Re- I didn't love that. I didn't, I didn't love how right they there. did that. They should have just did two and two and let it be. At Absolutely. That point, but but if you and there was probably about seven other shots taken at Dumba throughout that game. Of course oh, there is. That's a, yeah. That would have been my own, my sole mission the entire game. You've played you've played hockey before. You know how it is in those. I mean, even if it's game one of a seven game series, it's already like high oh. up there. If somebody, even if it's not a complete cheap shot at the time, you're just going to tell yourself it is because you'll want to kill that guy. Absolutely. And like you know, you've been there. As soon as you get a shot to chop at that guy or take a little run at him, you're going to do it. And that's what everybody did. So you, <laughs> and I don't blame. Them. So you both kind of played hockey, or both played hockey. I don't. Yeah. Know the extent of it. If you're Duma, Dumba, Dumba. If you're Dumba and you make that hit, what's your first move? I'm, I'm looking over what's my shoulder first? to see where the first guy's coming. Right. Yeah. It's kind of, like you know what's happening. He knew it was happening too. He was fine. Like I think it's a very interesting situation in the NHL. Like you'll drop someone and you'll instantly know that like I'll have four other guys coming my way, so I have to start fighting right now. Yeah. Hundred percent. Like, I love that. This is what. Well, this is part of what the game is. You know. So it was pretty fun. Uh, well, we weren't really getting it. We weren't supposed to get into NHL, which we'll touch on in a minute. But let's do one last basketball story. Uh, not even from America. It was from China, where the Chinese basketball teams were apparently fixing games. Patrick, tell yeah, me. you uh, got the notes on this one, bud. I mean, I have a couple of them. Um, uh, the Shanghai. It was between <laughs> the Shanghai Sharks and a. Per, uh, sorry for my pronunciation. Nah, say uh, Jiangsu Dragons. I, I think I probably right did a pretty all. good job at that. Well, that's to be pretty honest good, with better you. than I would have. Um, so they were in a playoff game. And basically what happened is they were point point shaving in a sense um, where a team, uh, the Dragons, committed five straight turnovers over a single minute, giving the Sharks a 10-point lead um, on, on Friday's game. It was the first round. Um, it, it was this very interesting situation because usually – Point shaving and you know cutting off uh, yeah point shaving doesn't really happen very often that you remember. No. So I went down a little bit of a rabbit hole and I was like, oh. what sports and their most recent point shaving situations? <laughs> okay. So USA football, uh, Toledo had athletes from 2012 to 2015 giving out information and fumbling purposefully. Uh, that was in the pump, the fumbling purposefully happened later in 2015, but they were giving information and point shaving on purpose in soccer in 2023. After some controversial <laughs> comments made by Emmanuel Macron, the French president, uh, a team scored seven own goals oh, in protest of what he said. Yeah. Um, in baseball, 2016, 21 Korean baseball players were charged with a point shaving scheme. Okay. And in basketball, an Indonesian basketball players just—I mean, it was the most recent one. I, right. So, no, I, I ask one question. Yeah. You, you have the story pulled up here. Yeah. 
and I'm, I'm just trying to math here. Yeah. So it says they were up 196 with a minute 36 left. Mm-hmm. They turned the ball over 10 or five times in the next minute, giving the Sharks a 10-point lead. That would mean it would have to be 110 to 100. They would get 14 straight points. Yeah. Yet the final score is 108 to 104. That means they got, so well, so I I'm think not they, following exactly. I think they were just terrible at it. Yeah, so, so, so I'm not following the math here. And, so, the, so the Dragons led the Sharks 196, and then after those five turnovers. It was 106-100. You're just bad at math. Says giving the Sharks a yeah, 10 Yeah, I think that's lead. where they fucked up. Yeah. It doesn't matter. Well, there's that oh. again. But whatever. Add a button. The point is, these guys, like, the both teams are suspended. Or they, let me see here. They were fined the equivalent of $5 million Chinese dollars a piece, right? <laughs> Which is chump change. Yeah. I think it's seven hundred twenty-five grand in America. Um, but the GM of one team and the coach of another were both suspended for five years, and then the other GM and the other coach are suspended for three years. It's, it's incredible. It's, it's I really, love a good point shaving uh, operation. Well, what? Well, the, the the deal behind it was so like old friend. Uh, so I think in this game, Eric Bledsoe wasn't playing because he was already suspended. I think Michael Beasley was a part of this too, and, he did, and then he actually Beasley ended up leaving the team afterwards. I think he was on the Sharks or whatever, and he's just like, yeah, I'm not dealing with this. Yeah. So he just kind of bailed. But the reason they said it happened is that this is a three-game series. Um, who is it? The So the Dragons were up one nothing in the series. They were about to be up 2 nothing and just have won the series. Right. Uh, they realize they can kind of beat the Sharks whenever they want. So because Eric Bledsoe has this four-game suspension, the thought that they had was, let's blow game two, and then win game three. So that way, when the next series starts, he'll be back for game two and not miss two games in that series. So smart. So, but it's almost like strategy. That's a very smart. It's like tanking. But I don't, I don't know if that's what happened here. It's like no, tanking. I did. It's you're not re, You see, you're reading this, this. This is I, just like a nutshell. Okay, yeah, so this is just they, a nutshell. They're going to have bad information because this one says is that it? the game Shanghai won, and then they won two to two games to one. Well, they well the series is already over, and then they they were just like, now screw you both. I'm pretty sure. Oh, yeah. Anyways, any game three. Or did they blow both of them? I don't even know what happened. Oh, yeah, did they lose it the other way? Is that why? They let one team win game two, and then they let the other team who let who lost game two win game three. That makes that's more sense. Yeah, yeah. That's what happened. That makes more sense. Yeah. But either way, it was just a way to get one more game off of that suspension for, like, the next series. It's amazing. So, so, so to be able to do it that way, yeah, everybody was in cahoots. Yeah, and yeah they that, know, and they that makes much more sense. Yeah, because yeah. I was saying... If you're the other team and they just start throwing you the ball, like what are you gonna do? Like, oh no, I don't want to get suspended because. But wait, I'm yeah, like, yeah. like, oh, I gotta give it back to you. Like, if the other team didn't <laughs> take, take it back, I don't want yeah. it. But that now it makes a lot of sense that they basically said, "Hey, wink, wink, we're, we're gonna, gonna lose. We we pretty much won game two, but we're gonna let you come back and win. But you let us make sure we win game." I just three. can't believe Tim Donahue was the referee for this too. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding, he was not. He but. was the GM. <laughs> by the way, by the way, the Suns are playing tonight. Uh, Chris Paul is 0-14 when Scott Foster is officiating. It's incredible. 0-14. Stupid shit people know. That I love that. It's not real. It has nothing to bet do with it. Bet against the Suns. Bet against the Suns. And plus, like Sam's betting on the Suns. Oh, yeah. Sam, the biggest loser ever of hair. <laughs> not of weight, as we found out. But, uh, <laughs> that was Patrick. Yeah, it's Patrick. Look at Spelt skinny, Patrick. Skinny Pat. Got to keep it going, too. Wearing. Got to keep it going. I love that sweat. I love it's the hoodie. It's a sweatshirt. The best hoodie. Sure. Anyway, so Glad that's I it for it. the world of basketball. <laughs> you guys look great. Um, so ba- let's get back into the NHL playoffs. Uh, this, Like we said, this is where we're going to kind of like go over our predictions and all that jazz. Um, we already touched on Dallas and Minnesota a bit with the hit and all that stuff. Uh, to finish up, that game was amazing. It went to uh, double, double overtime. overtime yeah. Double overtime, and the Stars were just running over them. They were just sh- taking shot after shot. I think they outshot Minnesota at one point. I looked. It was like 21-6 to six in the overtime periods. And... This is what the best thing about playoff hockey is, is that one little bounce can just, the sudden deathness of it is, is the best part. You mm-hmm. know, in any other sport, both teams, you know, get turns to score, et cetera, et cetera. Here it's just, oh, bad clear, bad bounce off the boards. Oh, Ryan Hartman was just happened to be in the right spot at the right time, all alone in front of the net, he scores. And if you watch the game, you're like, damn, Dallas probably should have won that game. But Minnesota won. And now, it, now it's like, all right, how does Dallas respond to that? Like, how does Minnesota get the big pump up over it? It's just crazy. Plus, Dallas is already down. I assume Pavelski's going to miss another game or two with a probable concussion because that's what happens when you slam your head off the ice. So, <laughs> Oh, that's what happens? So that's cool. And this is actually um, 
my pick, I thought this was going to end up being like one of the better series of just like people beating the crap out of each other. Mm-hmm. I had said this yesterday and I still think that I still think Rangers and Devils is going to be nuts, which I, I know you're going to get to it. Don't worry. You can do it all. Oh, I don't want to do it all. But right. But I think that Dallas and Minnesota is going under the radar in the battle of the stars slash former North Stars. Like it's going to just be. It's going to be crazy, and yeah. I, I think people are sleeping on it a little bit. Tom, what do you think is going to be the best series in the in the first round? Um, so, to me, Rangers, Rangers, Devils. God, that's be great. you know, no, I'm not. Don't I'm not going to say it. I'm just saying. I know that's going to be great. That's it. Is Rangers blue? Let him have it. I know it's going to be great. I'm color. I'm lucky colorblind. I'm going to go with another game that uh, was played last night. Go Kings, go. The Kings upsetting. Go Kings, go. Connor McDavid and the Oilers. It's um, not an upset, babe. It's Kings in all aspects. And Sacramento Kings and the LA Yeah, Kings. it's uh, it was it was a it was a great game. Um, I would say the Oilers probably should have could have won that game, uh, especially early on. It was mostly Oilers, uh, but a veteran team. Anze Kopitar, been there before, found a way. He had four points last night. Drew Doughty. Um, Drew, yeah, Drew Doughty. That's just. For some reason, I feel like the Kings are going to be a thorn in Edmonton's side, and it's going to go seven, and it's going to be a coin flip who wins that one. The thing with hockey is it all comes down to, like, for playoff hockey, you need you do need a couple people who have been there before. You know, it can't just, like, you can't, every time that's a team of young kids, like, look out for the Devils, like you'll talk about, because they're mostly yeah. younger kids. This is, like, their learning experience, and they'll yeah. learn from this. And it's happened time and time again over the last, you know, 50 decades, whatever it's been. It's 500 years. It's a little too much, but you get it. The Kings have this perfect blend. They have the Kopitars and Dowdies that have been there since they won the Cups in the, you know, the early teens. And now they have, like, the middle guys who have been there, like a Victor Arvidsson who's played, he's had a bunch of playoff games under his belt, et cetera, et cetera. But they also have the young kids who are just popping off, like Adrian mm-hmm. Kempe, who's let's, doing amazing. Let's talk about that kid for a minute. Go for it. How good is he? <laughs> so I, I had him fantasy years and years ago, and unfortunately that league folded. And I liked him back then, and he has just blossomed into an absolute superstar that no one talks about. Forty goals, uh, because he plays for the Kings, and once again, East Coast bias. Uh, but that kid is really, really good, and he is going to be the guy that kind of carries the torch from Anze Kopitar as the leader of that King, Kings mm-hmm. team for a long time. Well, like you said, he, he he's twenty six right now. Just had his first forty goal season. He plays the point on their power play. He's kind of like you said, he'll be the next captain of the team probably. But it won't be until Anze goes away. If he, who knows when he'll quit. But the point is, yeah, that's that's my whole point. Though is that they got the next layer and the next, layer. and that's what you need. Like Edmonton is a great team. They have the best player in the world. Arguably, on some nights they have the two best players in the world. You yeah, know. Yeah. But at the same time, they have a lot of kids who haven't been there before and they're still learning. They got a lot better when they got Ekholm, and I mean they're very dangerous. Like this series is going to also be awesome. Don't get me wrong. I don't want to be like a half homer because. You know, when you have a team on the East Coast and they're the Sabres and they're not that great, you end up acquiring, like, a West Coast team that yeah. you kind of watch. And the Kings have been my team for since, like, 1997. So I'm really excited. Just That's to, awesome. Like, this series is insane. And, again, that went to overtime. Uh, there was a tripping call. It was kind of, And they hate calling penalties in the playoffs. But, like, when the dude just took – the dude got beat. He fell down. And he definitely did the I'm falling, let me swipe my stick at your feet thing because mm-hmm. I don't want the two-on-one the other way. Took out the kid's legs. Gave the power play, and before you knew it, the Kings scored to win the game. It was, again, awesome. And it's only night one of the NHL yeah. playoffs, and we already had two awesome games. Um, what's so What's so big on having experience in the playoffs? Like, what does that experience bring you in that uh, in the playoffs? Because you guys alluded to, like, the young team not having that experience. Just last night, I mean, there was a game that went to two overtimes. These guys are accustomed to playing 20-ish minutes a game, et cetera, et cetera, three periods. That's how they go. You almost have to learn – to pick your spots because if you have to play a game that ends at four in the morning, cause it went to three or four overtimes, like you yeah. got to be ready. Not only do you have to be ready for that, you have to know how to prepare your body for the next game. Cause the next game, they don't push back a day cause you played too late. Right. So there's part of it. Plus like just being grittier, playing dirtier, like tough, but not super scummy. It's just like a different, it's a different of style of play in the playoffs for sure. It's a different yeah. gear. I, and I would say the biggest thing is that like in the NBA, you all of a sudden you're playing, all of a sudden you fall asleep on defense for a minute, they score a bucket. Who cares? You go up and you score a bucket. NHL, all of a sudden you fall asleep for twelve seconds. Guy behind you puts puts a puck in your net and all of a sudden you're chasing. Game over. And you know, especially in the playoffs, you know, regular season you see six four all the time. Playoffs almost never. It's three two, mm-hmm. two one. You have all these tight scoring games. So it literally takes one person having a mental lapse for ten seconds 
having a mental lapse and taking a dumb penalty. Uh, so you just have to be so on top of your game the whole time because any little slip-up can cost your team the game. All right. Yeah. It's crazy. I mean, that's kind of what could happen to my team, the 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 series that I think is going to be one of the best. Is well, the, tell me about it. The tell Rangers me. I know you looked into versus it. the Come Devils. What you got, uh, hockey boy. The Battle of the Hudson. Um, I didn't know the history behind it, so I'm not a big hockey guy. I don't know He's a, lot of, a lot of the lineage. I didn't know how big of a rivalry it was uh, to the point where uh, I'm probably going to murder this name, but I know Mark Messier and uh, last name Dankio. D-A-N-D-A-N-D-A-N-D-A-N-D-A-N-D-A-N-D-A-N-D-A-N-D-A-N-D-A-N-D-A-N-D-A-N-D-A-N-D-A-N-D-A-N-D-A-N-D-A-
I feel like Toronto is New York City on steroids when it comes to being in the spotlight. For hockey. 100%. For hockey, for hockey is, yes. Every single person in the in Toronto will be watching that game, and if they mess up, they will all be throwing stuff at their TVs, cursing them, and basically— you got to blow it up again. This yeah. guy sucks. Trade mm-hmm. Matthews they're gonna to go the to, desert. They're yeah, going to no. go to their car, and all their players are going to have their tires slashed because they lost another home game. Like, it's— it's absolutely craziness up there. Sad Canadian fans kind of make me happy. It's always made me happy whenever I watch the NHL playoffs. Even last night when the Kings won in overtime, Edmonton fans are just hissy-fitting and throwing their beers on the ice. It's game one, guys. I like, relax, and you have the best player in the world. Same thing with Toronto fans. We have watched again and again over the years of just sad Toronto fans crying as the Leafs blow it again and again and again. But like I was saying earlier... It, once you lose for long enough, it's kind of their time to win this one. Toronto's been really good, and Tampa's been a little brute. I'm kind of over Tampa. And they're a little older, and they're a little banged up. So I'm going to say this knowing that that means Tampa's going to win, but I think Toronto's going to actually take this one, which means they can lose next round and be and crush everybody's spirits again. Because <laughs> that's how it works in Toronto. Yeah, I, obviously Ryan O'Reilly there is a huge help. <clears throat> a guy who obviously won a Con Smythe, won the cup with the Blues. Uh, great two-way forward. Uh, great in the face-off circle. Does all the little things that helps you win those playoff series, which they haven't seemed to have. But how does it how does it feel? So being Sabres fans, how does it feel watching Eichel and Olmark right now? And O'Reilly. And O'Reilly. That's just part of the, That's just part of it, man. When your team is down and you're growing, you get rid of your good players to go other places so you can get better pieces. I, I, I don't care that Jack Eichel's in the playoffs because I love the fact that the Sabres have Alex Tuck and Peyton Krebs and the picks that they got for like we're doing just fine without them. That's you know? the funny thing is we have a people who don't know uh, a Mike Santi in the office who is a huge 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 Sabres fan. And every time the Sabres lose, you should see his rants on Oh, my Facebook. God, he cries on Facebook. Facebook. It's, great. All the it's time. great. One of these days, we'll... Oh, yeah, we should read the Facebook yeah. posts. Oh, it's just, people. Sad, sad, sad time Santy is yeah. something else. Uh, Grunkle. But, but right. he is, like, he is so happy that the Sabres got talk and Krebs and talks about what a great trade it was. Yet he's like, oh, I just want Jack Eichel to, to get no oh, points. he hates and, him and he hates, so and, much. And, I, and I'm like, you know what? I don't care anymore. Hey, Jack, thank you for uh, getting better players that helped our team. Like, right. I don't. It's all over now. Is that how you feel about the trade? Like, looking back on the trade now, like, you you're, would do it 10 times and twice on Sunday? Yeah, absolutely. And the same thing about the Ryan O'Reilly trade. Guess what? The, talk about a trade that worked for both teams. <clears throat> they got Ryan O'Reilly and won a cup with Ryan O'Reilly. The, the Sabres got Tage Thompson, who is arguably one of the top, five to ten players in the NHL right now, and probably in the hobby, one of the five hottest names in the hobby right now to collect. And he's in Buffalo. And it's crazy to think about that you have that guy in Buffalo because yep. we haven't had that guy since Josh Allen. Sorry, I just wanted to say that because yeah, that's and, the but, guy. But, but before but that, how, other than that, like newly single saying, Josh Allen. Stop at, it. We're not at doing Alexander Mogelny? Yeah, no, it's, like, I understand what you're saying. Like it's, it's insane to have that guy. So those both teams are playing. Thank you. Glad we made the trade. Exactly. So we got two two matchups left. Um, so the Golden Knights, they finished first in the West. They're taking on the Winnipeg Jets, who, again, they're another team like Florida that had to battle to get into the playoffs. Um, I think they're, they're starting goalie, um, Hellebuck, who's amazing. He started 13 straight games, didn't take any days off because they just kept needing to win. And when they did, they snuck into the playoffs. I think it was like the second last day of the season, they just outlasted Nashville and Calgary. But uh, their prize is that they get to play the best team in the West. Mm-hmm. Vegas is loaded top to bottom, and they get Mark Stone back, who is definitely a difference maker. As I said earlier when we talked about Giannis, I don't love back injuries. That's never great, and Stone's coming off of one of those, so I don't know exactly how effective he'll be. But some people in the office think the Jets are going to actually pull this upset. You, luckily, they're the ones with the worst takes in hockey, so I don't think they're going to do that. But uh, well, they, how do they, you feel? It's because they all hate Jack Eichel, so they're just like, oh, well, they're going to lose because they have Jack Eichel. And that's I, I don't uh, see that. Is that what it is? I don't think, I, I think it is. I, I really think that there is an animosity towards Jack Eichel that people won't let go. Because I think it's more or less that just Tyler and Matt don't know hockey the way they think they do. Well, maybe. <laughs> I'm surprised you didn't take that a little no, well, further. Well, <laughs> Tyler's also a big Shifley guy. Like, well, I know that. Guy. Kyle Connors is guy, actually, uh, too. And then Shifley, when they were winning the playoffs two years ago, and he took got suspended. Remember, he took that cheap yep, shot at yep, someone, yep. and then he ended up getting suspended for like 10 games, and they got knocked out of the playoffs. Uh, so this team has been there before. They have a lot of experience. You know, Jonathan Quick was the goalie of the eight-seed Kings, and they made a run because he was the best player sure on the ice. Sure did. And there's a chance that Hellebuck could be the best player on the ice and they can make a run because of him. 
I don't think it's going to happen, but having the best goalie on the ice can equalize a lot of other downfalls. You're not kidding on that one. And like I said, I mean, I'm not hating on the Jets at all. Like, Winnipeg's really cool. I love that they do the whiteouts where everybody wears white and just the jer- like the arena looks super awesome. And that whole, like, city is just tweeting and is super excited for Game 3, which isn't even here yet. they got to get through two games in Vegas first. Um, it'll be a good series, but I still think Vegas will take that one personally. But uh, that's it, except for Colorado taking on the Seattle Kraken in their second year. They have 100 points, kind of getting it together. Crack house. It's really impressive. So so I want them to win just (laughs) because. They call it the crack house. They call it the crack house. Yeah, that's a pretty good reason, I guess. But but, uh, unfortunately. It it has to be with K. (laughs) As much fun as as Seattle is, and they're a good story, you know, just everybody loves the new team, especially when they're doing well. I mean, we just talked about Vegas, who went to the cup finals in their first year. It's not impossible for the Kraken to beat the Avalanche. But I think it's kind of impossible for the Kraken to beat the Avalanche in a seven-game series. So let's let's talk about this because this is here we go. This is something. <laughs> Here's Tom's bullshit. He's also going to talk about how he can hit a baseball. Come on, let's go. So, Colorado last last day of the season beat Nashville. Uh, a guy named McKinnon, I think his name. Yeah. Is, scored a hat trick at the game-winning goal with less than two minutes left. Pretty, pretty oh, good so basically, player. to get them basically to win the division, they're the number two seed. Uh, no one is talking about them. They won last year. I know they have a different goalie, and they're missing Langescott, who was their captain, great player. But they had the second most points in the West. McKinnon missed 20-some games. Kel McCarr, who was arguably the best defenseman in the league, mm-hmm. missed almost 21 games. Mm-hmm. This team has had injuries all year and is still the team that came out of the Pacific. Uh, not Pacific, the... Oh, no. Yeah, bud. <laughs> yeah, we got me. <laughs> anyway, continue. Um, they are still loaded up front, a ton of talent, and I know we're not making picks yet, but I am. I still pick them to uh, go back to the cup and win the cup. Um, That's fine. Second, nice. second best player in the league behind McDavid is McKinnon, best defenseman in the league, and Miko Ranton's probably a top ten to fifteen player in the league. That's why I took him in our fantasy hockey draft. You're a jerk. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. So, yeah, but, I mean, you just kind of touched on it. We're at the point where we're going to make our predictions. Now, I'm going to go two ways with this. The first one is what you think is going to happen, like you just kind of said. And the other one is what do you want to happen? Like what would be, like, your coolest finals that you want to see? It doesn't always work out that way, of course. So you kind of just said you had Colorado uh, winning overall. So who who do you have them beating in the in the finals? So I'm going to go against the grain here, and you're saying that you need – all this experience and everything, and I'm going to say the Jersey Devils. Okay, that's fine. Um, I just there's something about that team. They were super hot at the end of the season. Um, almost caught Carolina as the one seed, and I just think they have something special there, and I think they can make a run. I don't think they can win the cup. They're still probably a year or two away from from that, but I think they can make a run to the finals. I agree with you on that to a degree. Um, for me, who I what I think is going to happen is actually I think that Colorado will make the finals, but I think they're actually going to lose to Boston. I feel like it's – I hate it. I don't like Boston sports wow, at all. chalky. It's super chalk, but the thing yeah, is – it's two. But it's well-deserved. I mean, Boston put together a record-setting season, and Colorado – you just listed all the reasons that I was going to list. Like, it just makes too much sense, so – which means it's not going to happen, but I think it – I think this is the one season that it kind of does go chalk because it never does. So, like, it would be more of a surprise that it, it goes chalk as opposed to not – my chalk would be Bruins versus Oilers. That's what you got? Yeah, I'd like to see that. I think that'd be, I mean, to me, it's kind of hard not to put the Bruins in there after the season they just had. Right. I mean, making a prediction, that's, um, that's it's fair. tough to go against them. I hear you. Um, I think the Oilers are, I mean, I, like I, I said, best player in the world, man. Best player in the world. And Dreisaitl is amazing. Uh, Vander Kane's playing really good right now. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they're. I think that I think that could be the finals, and that would be great finals. I think that'd be great for McDavid too, to be in a final, and kind of get more spotlight on him because, like you said, being in the West Coast, you don't typically get that type of spotlight, and I think he needs hey, it. Bruins Oilers is a great thing. You should bet that for the finals. It's not a bad bet. I probably okay, will. so that's what you think will happen. What would you want to happen? I'm interested in your hmm. thought, Patrick. Because oh, what I what I want to happen? Yeah, what would you want? I want to, to see like two teams that are just scrappy go after it. That you don't even care who it is. Not really. Just to I mean, get you into it. Just to get me into it. Like I have, like I love like probably the Devils. I'll probably say the Devils. Okay. Um, one because of Lindy Ruff. Yep. Um, 
too. I love the the young team, and maybe they can be like one of the first teams to do it uh, as a, as a young and experienced team. And then I'll probably go with the Dallas Stars to throw them in there. That's fun. I don't mind that at all. Um, for me, I, everybody's going to say Devils at one point, but I want it to end up as Devils Kings because I think that'll be the most fun for me personally. I'd love to see the Kings out there. Like he's just like I just explained earlier. The old school team that kind of like has all the layers versus the young upstart team, and they're just going to go at it. I think it'd be super awesome. I think that'll be a ton of fun. What do you want to happen? So I'm going to say what I want for the hobby. Okay, that's fine. So I think for the hobby, I think Connor McDavid has to make the cup finals. Sure. Um, he is, like you said, the best player in the world. His value is already great. But if you really want him to take that next step and be the LeBron of hockey or uh, anything like that, he needs to win a finals. So I'm going that. They also... Leon Dreisaitl is probably mm-hmm. top five player in the world, if not better. Um, they have a lot of good players, so I think for the hobby, it'd be great for them to make that that run. Mm-hmm. And and out on the other side, I think I'm going to go with the Rangers um, mm. because I, yeah, but they have, they have so like like we said, you look, it's an all star <laughs> list. It's, it's, a, it's an all star, but for the hobby, Tarasenko, Kane, Zibanejad. Um, you should have just said Toronto if you wanted to be extra gross. No, I, I, I almost said that because of because of Austin just, Matthews yeah. and what it would do. And I Marner. couldn't say it. I couldn't, he couldn't bring himself to say I could, it. I could, I could when you said it. goes for the hobby, I was like, is this is an excuse to say Maple Leafs. No, I, I, I still don't have it in my heart to say that. Shesterkin. Right. Uh, um, yep. Tapco. Lafreniere. Like, say Fox. 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 There you go. There's so many good players, so many players that are relevant in the hobby mm-hmm. uh, that I think be really good. Plus, you're talking about huge market in New York City. McDavid playing in Madison Square Garden in a mm-hmm. cup final would be great. Uh, so to me, like that would be perfect perfect scenario for, for hockey fans in, in, the, in the hobby that are collecting um, for that scenario. Beautiful. So hopefully we look at least a little smarter on Thursday because there's going to be two more rounds of games before people start listening to this. So we'll see what happens with that. But NHL playoffs are here. I'm really excited about it. Uh, last but not least, we got to touch on the Jalen Hurts contract. Uh, Hurts signed a five-year, two hundred and fifty-five million dollar contract, making him the the NHL, the NFL's highest-paid player for now. Um, initial thoughts on the contract? Um, I think it's kind of right in line with what I thought he would get, yep. and mm-hmm. uh, I know it, it's a running uh, topic here, but it shows what happens when you have an agent and you are doing things uh, logically. Do you know how he got his agent? No, but I know that I know that she is uh, one of the first women agents, mm-hmm. and she just uh, shot up a DM. Really, hey, we just graduated college. It was like, hey, I know you just graduated. I don't know if you have any uh, a representation, but would love to sit and talk with you. Shouldn't we do that then? That's great. That's uh, amazing. Be, you don't agents. Yeah, right. Did you see, see incredible? Did, so she tweeted uh, a uh, tweeted something about backing up the Brinks truck in January. Yeah, hell yeah. And then. Tweeted something out about oh I found it or whatever like Absolutely. after they got the yeah. contract like, absolutely man it was it was great killer uh, it it's it's great for him um, it's great for a lot of quarterbacks who are about to get paid yeah mm-hmm. uh, but once again it shows that you know he got less guarantee money than um, Kyler Murray obviously less than Deshaun Watson, Watson which is still an al- albatross of a contract yeah no one understands the dumbest that thing one. that any owner's ever done Cleveland gonna Cleveland um, <laughs> listen. You say that, but it might be the smartest thing Cleveland ever did. Not only did they get their quarterback, they screwed Baltimore Royals. <laughs> so it was like two birds, one stone on that one. Okay, okay. But I think it's it's great for him. He obviously went to the Super Bowl. He was incredible all year. This is a guy that had to transfer out of Alabama because he got benched in the national championship game, wasn't mm-hmm. going to start there, went to Oklahoma um, to have a, you know another chance, and wasn't drafted in the first round, second round pick. It's great. It's great to see him and his ascension there. Mm-hmm. Uh, it says a lot about who he is and, and his work ethic. So very very happy for him and, like I said, some, some quarterbacks that are about to get paid. Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, who's coming up? Burrow, Herbert, Lamar maybe at this point. I, I mean, yeah. he's always on the docket. I know at this point. Maybe to a – So, yeah, oh, yeah, that's true too. Old scrambled egg brain. We'll see. Um, <laughs> something wrong, bud? All right. So we are, we are a little pressed for time here, so we'll talk more next week. Uh, we'll be doing our own NFL draft. Uh, I think I'm pretty excited about our mock draft here. We don't have all the specifics for it, but I think there's going to be 
a couple other of us joining here, and we're gonna pick some teams and draft, and it'll that should be, it should be a fun show. It'll be a little different than what we've been doing, but I think that'll be a pretty good one. So that brings us to our final thoughts of the day, as we're coming up on an hour. Um, again, this can be anything you want it to be, Patrick. I, th- hey, I think we got the gist of it now. I know. Uh, <laughs> I don't know who to uh, talk to. I don't know if the Bills fans or Knicks fans. Um. I'll I'll say this about the Bills fan to the Bills fans they better be ready this year. Single Josh Allen is up and ready to focus s- on football. Slang that thing up and down the field is only gonna focus on football. But to my next fans, if the series tends to not go our way, please please don't freak out. I've been through a million of these. We have many more games to go. We need your voices. Catch me playing defense at 556 Broad Street. Oh, <laughs> dropping his address. <laughs> I would show up the Pat's house. That's right. I love that. That's great. Go Knicks. Go New York. Go New York. Go. He's to so the day happy. I die. Which, knowing your blood pressure, might not be that far off. Could be tonight after <laughs> game two. I love it. Um, Tom, what do you got? So, uh, this weekend we've got a couple big shows. we got Toronto. Uh, great hockey show. A bunch of people are going up there. I know, Pat, you're going up there. Yeah, yeah. Um, Great, great for buying hockey. Uh, it's a different show than any show in the, the U.S. because of the amount of hockey there, the different fan base, which is great. Uh, but I am going to Minnesota instead. There is a new show that's a 300-table show up in Minnesota. Mm. And I have a dilemma of if I should It's not go, a dilemma. Well, well, it's a little bit of a dilemma. No, it's a dilemma. You go to the playoff hockey game over a stupid Twins game. I th- I, wait, wait. I thought... Wait, 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 wait. I thought, final thoughts, I get to talk uninterrupted. You interrupt me every single time. <laughs> <laughs> but, but so part of what I, I'm, I'm trying to catch every Major League ballpark, uh, baseball park. Um, so here's my chance to go to a Twins game. It'd be really cool. And that was the plan all along. And then the schedule for the playoffs came out, and it's game three, Wild versus Stars. Um, and so now I'm, I'm torn. I, I, I would, you know, obviously would love to do both. Uh, I'm leaning towards the hockey game. I haven't been to a playoff game in 12 years. Uh, it's wild. So it's, it's, you know. You know the tiers of hit parade travel games. Bills games, hockey playoffs, NBA playoffs, regular hockey game. Baseball game. Well, there's football games up there. <laughs> yeah, you're football. random football games that we go to too that we get in trouble for. But other than that, but it's <laughs> it, it's tough. Chargers, I'd, Broncos. I'd, we need I'd, to be I'd there. like to go to. I'd like to go to Target Field. Uh, I think sure, really sounds cool great. Field, It'll but, still be there, but go um, to the playoff hockey game. And you said it was only 150 bucks for a playoff hockey game after it was just the most exciting one last night. I don't know. I, mean, I guess I do know. No, I, I, what's going on with Minnesota fans? You here's think be more expensive. Here, here's the situation I see. Sorry to butt in. Uh, so you have a, a long list of hitting every major league field. Do you ever see yourself being in Minnesota again? He will. That's the point. They're if you do, if another... you do go hockey, if not, yes. go baseball. He'll be back because you. I'm sure you you could probably He'll find a way. He'll be back to get to a baseball the, game, a regular season or game. T Wolves. No, who cares? <laughs> <laughs> I don't even playing right now. <laughs> no. No, no, no. Go to the awesome hockey game that just went to double. It's a great dilemma to have, by the way. Yeah. All right. What are you going to do? Yeah. So, like I said, unfortunately, I'm not the only one going to Minnesota. Nick Um, Bauer doesn't get to make a decision. (laughs) He does what you tell him. (laughs) He would much rather go to the baseball game for other reasons. Really? Let me text him, see what he says. Uh, But (laughs) I spoke to him today. I said, hey, I know we didn't talk about this, but we're going to do one of them. And... I love it. You don't strong go to game. I'll have so many questions about you. Do both. You can leave the baseball game, really. Well, one's at seven, one's at seven thirty, so not a lot of time uh, in between. Yeah, yeah, go get two innings and get out of there. Go to the go to the Technically, stadium early and just leave. You just want to go to the stadium. <laughs> okay, you did see a game at <laughs> right. the stadium. Right, exactly. So do both. I think that's the answer. <laughs> Plus if you get overtime out of it, I mean you'll get more time then it's fine. I know baseball games are like two hours now. I could get like yeah. six hours. Oh, that's true. Too. So yeah. you know, dollar per hour, it might actually yeah. be about yeah, the same. Yeah, that works right. out. That's it's very true. Nuts. Very true. That is kind of nuts. And they stopped selling beers in the eighth inning instead of the seventh. Now, did, did they pass that? Yeah, a lot of a lot of. They had to. Had Matt to. Strom, who is uh, a big guy in the hobby, spoke out against that, thinking that it, you know, saying it was a bad idea because obviously the parks idea are, parks are losing money. Yeah, well, obviously the idea is that you want to have so much time to kind of sober up the end of the game. But ballparks are saying, "Hey, I have an hour and a half to sell beer now instead of two hours." Right. So we got to make some money. Get drunk and drive home. Yeah. 
All right, Patrick, we skipped it, but I still want to give you two seconds to tell me about this Ryan Garcia, Javante Davis. Uh, we're, we're I realize we skipped it, but I still think it's awesome that so these guys are both undefeated. It's just a boxing match that it's whatever, but like so it's a it's a big boxing match. It's yes, not just explain, like any. just just sell, so, sell it to me in thirty seconds. Go. So Javante Davis twenty nine and zero, Ryan Garcia twenty three and zero, or Javante might be twenty. It doesn't matter. Uh, they are incredible athletes. Ryan Garcia throws incredible powered punches. Javante Davis fights for Floyd Mayweather, has incredible defense, f- punches great. Um, they both decided on uh, Twitch Live last night that they were both going to put up their purses. So whoever won, the other person winner had take the, all. Winner take all the purse, which I think is incredible. Drives viewership. It's going to be. It's one of the best fights. Going to be one of the best fights. And I'm going to say in the last five years in boxing, the po- the amount of punches that will be thrown and the style and the aggression is just top-notch, the best. Perfect. And Mike Tyson is best refereeing. Yeah. <laughs> was that really? No, no, no. I was like, that's amazing. <laughs> Joe, now I buy the <laughs> Absolutely not. I would still steal it on yeah, the internet. I anyway. plan on pirating it too. So. Ha-ha. All right. So my final thought then is just, as I pretty much made clear, I love the NHL playoffs. I was up last night late watching those overtime games. I will be up late probably tonight doing the same if they go to overtime. Uh, that's going to be a long couple months for me and staying up and whatever. But I'm really excited for it. I watch as many games as I possibly can. It's some of the best ever. This, this is the best time for me. We got this. We have the NFL draft coming up, which I absolutely love. Um, and then we have our football league starting here, our, our social co-ed touch football league that I'm super pumped for. It's always a ton of fun. Uh, just a great year. It's just like sports are really happening. You know, it was just 80 degrees here. I'm just really excited for like everything that's going on. So my final thought is just that everything is awesome. And I love the hockey playoffs. Everything is awesome. Everything is awesome. But that's it. Uh, thank you everybody for listening. We got to 10 episodes. We couldn't have done it without you. Well, I guess we could have, but we'll pretend we couldn't have. It was spectacular. Thank you. And uh, big things are on the way. I hope we'll figure it out. And uh, go Kings go. See ya.